Hey guys, Sean Hayes here. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and I had a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sit down with not one, not two, but three presidents of the United States on our recent episode of Smartless. That's because President Biden, a returning guest, brought two of his favorite pals, former Presidents Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, all joined us for unforgettable conversation. It's a historic episode of Smartless as we pry into the minds of these remarkable leaders. We'll cover everything from their time in office, America's responsibilities in the world, and their personal passions in an episode full of some candid stories, insightful perspectives, and a few surprises along the way. Whether you're a political junkie or just curious about the inner workings of the Oval Office, this episode is a must listen. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to hear from three of the most influential figures in recent American history. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to Smartless ad free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Welcome back, niggas and friends. I hope my mic sounds nice. I don't know what's going on. Welcome Mm -hmm. to our first of hopefully not a series of remote at home podcasts. Um, (laughs) The great people over at Loudspeakers supplied us with the equipment to take care of our at home podcast journey. And hopefully this sounds great. And we can have some laughs through the end of days. Yeah, hopefully, because this is literally our only option. I mean, it is this or nothing. Or so. nothing, because girl, right. let me tell you something. I'm so glad my therapist called me today. She's like, <laughs> hey, girl, no, you're going through it. So anything on your mind? <laughs> because, girl, I am not leaving so the house. Much. I'm sorry. I saw those numbers in New York alone. Yeah, Child. it's crazy. It's crazy. And what people like mm. all kind of people are getting it. It's like a way bigger deal than your president would want anybody to believe. But yeah, exactly. shit is just real out here and getting realer. So, you know, this is what we got and we're going to try to make it work. Amen. Well, Black Excellence this week, we're going to give to um, DJ D-Nice. As well as all of our other black and brown DJs who've been keeping Instagram live alive and keeping um, joy and spirits up. Michelle Obama and motherfucking everybody was in the goddamn. Bitch, everybody. Oprah. Oprah was in the common, John Legend, people FaceTime, like everybody's jamming together. Just listen to some old school grooves, a little new. I may have heard a little bit of T-Pain auto-tune and some DJ Khaled's in there. So, um, yeah, all of the DJs who've been on Instagram Live taking the parties to people's <laughs> living rooms and bedrooms and even bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Thank you for all that you're doing. Um, yes, because that is literally all we got. And I don't know if you saw it, but like the other night after uh, D-Nice did his set, he was like, Questlove got the after party and yeah, Questlove was playing like mm-hmm. all the slow songs. I was like, man, at first I was like, this is kind of, you know, sad and lonely. The whole <laughs> the whole let's get on Instagram and have a concert or have a party thing. Like mm-hmm. it's fun and I appreciate people doing it. But at first it just kind of made me feel worse. Like, damn, this is literally... <laughs> 
all I have as far as like I get entertainment is concerned. Like it's just weird for me as somebody who already don't like going outside. Like I thought this would be okay, but I miss having people over here. That's miss, what, yeah. That's yeah. What's I miss like, like hanging out. Yeah. Of it. It's like, um, because you know, as someone who don't really need to leave the house like that at all, I'm super fine with this. But a, my routine is still changed. Like I don't stay in 24 hours a day every day. Besides studio, right. I go to the gym. I right. go to the grocery store. You know what I'm saying? Like I have stuff to do. But even outside of that, like I'm realizing now how much I vicariously live through others because I scroll through <laughs> social media and see those of you with actual lives, like kicking it with your friends going out to this and that taking pictures and posting them on instagram and feeling confident in the way you look and i'm just like mm, we all have great lives from my bed in my do-rag being ashy and so now since we're all not doing anything i'm like "Ooh, it's bleak i don't like it. we yeah this is very yeah we're all in this shit except for the people who have to go out and you know, my hat off to you if you have a job where you can't work remotely or if you're one of the people we desperately need to keep society from crashing down, you know. Yeah. Thank you for what you're doing. But yeah, it's rough out here emotionally, mentally, physically, everything. Everything is hard, but we gon' we're gonna be all right. Hey y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. 
So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Um, okay, so this week in Hot Tops, um, Inside Man. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Okay, let's go over some things uh, again. Are there even any hot tops? Did anybody I was have a just life? Getting ready to say, child. Okay. Like, <laughs> I dug like, did down anybody into the bottom of that barrel of apples, <laughs> and I just did the best that I could. That's um, all right. <laughs> here's a name that we may be saying for the first time on the podcast: Vanessa Hutchins. Um, little white child. I think Vanessa Hutchins is the same age as me, so I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But she was, I think, on Instagram um, and was talking about the coronavirus. Someone asked her about it, I believe. And she responded in a way that was, like, (laughs) really just... It was a fool. Granted, for me, it just kind of seems like... um, like she was drinking whatever kind of wine she likes and probably taking some Real Housewives pills, like a Valium or whatever the okay. Beverly yep. Hills Orange yep. County girls take. Xanax. Because she mm-hmm. seems like, you know, having a good time because we're having a bad time, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and so. Wow, that's the theme of my life. <laughs> so, Goddamn. Because even like the way she spoke, she said something like, okay. She said, July sounds like a bunch of bullshit. I'm sorry, but like, it's a virus. I get it. Like, I respect it. But at the same time, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> even if everybody gets it, like, yeah, people are going to die, which is terrible, but like, inevitable. And then she said, like, maybe I shouldn't be doing this right now, which let me mm-hmm. also feel like mama has had a little Pino, whatever. And she's just <laughs> yeah. feeling things. But the way that she said, people are going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I like, was I watching. Like, I mean, it's gonna happen, y'all. It was like Parks and Rec. I was just crying. Anyways. Oh, God bless her. She posted. I mean, that's probably some stupid, like, that's some drunk stupid shit right there. Damn. Maybe. I don't really know her like that. But. Absolutely. And who's not getting shit faced right now except, like, completely <laughs> sober people? I don't know. Um, She posted a picture on her Instagram page of one of the many photos of um, doctors, nurses, physicians, all, all people in the medical field have been uh, trying to drive home this message of everybody staying the fuck in the house to make not only their work lives easier, but literally every living person's lives easier. Um, <laughs> right. So, you know, damage control. Someone called her like, my God, Vanessa, I just, my, I take my eyes <laughs> off of you for just two days and my, just post it, post it now. This is what the kids are doing. So this is not, I mean, mama, have your wine. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a mess, but like the point of people dying and it being inevitable, like us being sequestered and quarantined and all this is to minimize the number of people who die and to help out these poor (laughs) medical professionals who are overwhelmed with the number of niggas suddenly pouring into the hospital. Cause like Corona is not the only thing that can happen to you. People have medical emergencies every fucking day. So we need to minimize all that shit. Exactly. Like, I think we're past the part of, of understanding this is going to lead to more inevitable deaths. I think that we kind of, we've been there for a taste, which is why again, (laughs) I know (laughs) I know when I've had just a bit too much uh, wine or whatever because but this gives me wine drunk I know when I've uh-huh, had a bit yeah. and I'll just be talking in circles like because if you think about it like 
some pizza is square and some is round. And like, why isn't there like a completely octagon pizza? I just feel like... You just start tasting it. Yep. It just doesn't even add up. In Correct. that case, also, before I move on, those of you, those three of you who sent me some YouTube links about the 5g conspiracies and i owe carrie hilson an apology you out Girl. your mind, <laughs> she out <her> mind. <laughs> yeah y'all crazy <laughs> like, bitch ain't nobody Girl. <laughs> I had to do the new. There was that one episode of Moesha where them niggas like it was the horror episode, and they was talking about um how that one kid in high school, or whatever, was trying to come back and kill him. And the only one that didn't know nothing about it was Nisi because she didn't go to school with them at the time. So they had this thing. Where they was like, <laughs> like, why am I bringing this up? They had this thing where she was like, they were like a all for one and one for all. Hakeem. Kim and Mo, <laughs> when they did that in the den or wherever, they said all for what, one for all. DC said, "And all y'all crazy." That's how I feel. <laughs> Correct. Listen, all you niggas are nuts. First of all, I wasn't like debating whether or not five G cell towers are dangerous in general. <laughs> Um, I feel like there's a lot of information out there that that at least discusses it not being um, dangerous. However, I'm not anything but man, so I understand that. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is that now is not the time for you to be yeah. pulling out 5G conspiracies about coronavirus when A, it don't make no damn sense, B... You're not in the field to even legitimize what you're saying. And see, Correct. the field that you are in, you haven't done anything <laughs> for long. Like, it's just like, why would you come back? <laughs> why would you come here now and be like, hey, girls, so turn your iPhone off? What? Yes, that is so important. Like, you can send me all the YouTube links and Facebook screenshots that you have in your phone. But you are not a network engineer. Like, you are not no kind of engineer. You don't know shit about what's going on. If your phone don't work, you pick it up and dial whatever emergency line to get through to Sprint or Verizon, whoever the fuck else. Like, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're talking about. So why don't you just let the actual experts, the people who know something about diseases and viruses and cell phones, why don't you let them do the talking? This is the problem with social media. It's, it's just so much. I can't. Um, yeah. Niggas do the most. Mere days after, I think it was mere days after they announced the release date. <laughs> the release date of 6 9 Takashi, whatever that child's name is. Rainbow Bright. When they, they say she's getting out in August, I think. Oh, Lord. And um, not even... A few days later, this nigga is dealing with like three different lawsuits. How? I'm gonna walk you through it. So the first one. No, I don't know. The first one comes from our girls at Fashion Nova. They want two (laughs) points. Oh shit. They want 2.25 million from the doll and um they want it now. For what? So apparently he had like 
some sort of a Fashion Nova deal. I learned so much from this one piece of information. And it's all so funny to me. Um, But he was like a a brand ambassador for Fashion Nova. And they paid him in advance in late 2018. And then, like, just a little bit later, he was locked up. (laughs) They want their money. Um, Also, apparently, this was fun for me. Apparently, he also had already pissed them off because he was supposed to, like, do a name drop for Fashion Nova in one of his songs. Oh, my God. But allegedly, uh, allegedly, Nicki Minaj wasn't trying to hear that shit because she's on the song, too, with Kanye oh. West, I believe. And um, he switched the Fashion Nova line in the song to Apple Bottom since then. <laughs> <laughs> of all the fucking brands like, right thank you like what a fashion nova shouldn't even be mad at that apple bottom is that even a brand anymore <laughs> did, he, did nelly bring it back right <laughs> i was like when did this song come out um, i mean uh, takashi 69 was a poor choice as a brand ambassador any fucking damn way. what are we doing so y'all probably should just write that off as a loss but <laughs> They probably still trying to recoup some of that money from Ariana Grande suing the shit out of them. Remember that? I forgot about that. They probably trying to get their coins wherever the fuck they can. Because <laughs> Ariana know, was like, no, the check the check needs to be in the mail. Thank you so much. I just think it's so funny that, A, they want their money from that situation or like they were upset about that situation with the song but then also mm-hmm. i learned that fashion nova is absolutely out here cutting checks for people to name drop them in songs yep. which i yep. i don't know why i didn't already assume that like obviously i knew a lot of the posts and stuff those are clear you know ads or whatever mm-hmm. but i had heard i want to say more than a couple fashion nova shout outs on songs recently and i'm just like mm-hmm. i know it's like a affordable for the girls that want to look like you know alexa sky or whatever but Mm -hmm. i like shout outs this all you know it puts two and two together for me so i found that to be delicious so they want (laughs) 2.25 then he's being sued by a girl who says she was struck by a stray bullet in a shooting that he ordered also in 2018 that ain't have oh. nothing to do with her, and she's required surgery, physical therapy, psycholo- psychological treatment. She lost her job. Mm-hmm. All that um, shit. All that kind of stuff. And so she would like $150 million, sir. Thank you very much. <gasps> then we're going to move. I'm sorry. Does she know who she's asking it from? Girl, like, I don't know what they do. Like, I. That's, yeah. I know, shooting like, for the one moon. and a half songs from this young man. <laughs> I, and I can't even, I cannot even give you that. I can't give you one fucking Takashi lyric. I don't know her, but no, I know 150 million ain't what that nigga got. I know that. <laughs> Absolutely not. Not in liquid assets right now today. It ain't no way. Like after all of the legalese, all of this shit. Like, okay. That nigga would be lucky if he can get a bomb pop, but I don't know. Like, I, again, I don't, I don't know. Mm-mm. I really don't know. The 2.25 million, maybe, but that 150, I already know is a hell no. That's a hell no. <laughs> she just, she just throwing a number out there, you know, just see what stick, see what'll slide down off the wall and she can actually take home. But no, that ain't it. He got to sit these niggas down and just be like, all right, look, 
I've got one photo left in my hands and two uh, girls in front of me. No, no. <laughs> okay, so boom. <laughs> so what is it going to be? Now, Fashion Nova, I hear what you're saying, but she actually took a bullet. So I just feel yeah. like in fairness, but that's not even it. He's also being sued by one of his former friends who says that he allegedly ordered a hit out on him because they fell out or something. I didn't see a monetary uh, request here. I don't see a number, but he's at least racked up three lawsuits before he's even. And meanwhile, he talking about he want to get out of jail early because coronavirus. Nika, don't you think every locked up nigga want to They all do. Everybody do. (laughs) I'm sure you do, but you know, the virus is out here too, so don't worry. It ain't no, you're not missing out. (laughs) It's not like it's only in prison, dog. It's everywhere. It is everywhere <laughs> and i didn't even know you could sue people for ordering a hit on you that sounds like something you could press charges for mm, no like you all you ready. did was order the hit that no. sounds like criminal conspiracy but that young lady who actually got shot she deserves her bills paid in this song well his attorney is reportedly defending most of these things you know he's out here with all of the Mm -hmm. jargon so i guess we'll see what happens but again yeah you know i'll be surprised if he just makes it honestly (laughs) i wish him the best sincerely because he just seems like a dumb kid that wanted to be a gangster real bad and it like when keeping it real goes wrong it just oh right you learn to stay in a child's place. You didn't yeah. have no business over there running with them people that you did not know like that. And here you are. Literally nothing wrong with just going being and getting yourself. a job and being a that's right. nigga. And just... It ain't nothing wrong with that. You do the jean wallet old Navy and that's fine. Like The jeans need folding. Just do it. just be a regular person you don't have to be like your favorite rapper you don't need to be a gangster nigga you can have a a wonderful life of happiness and like love and kids and all that stuff and clock into a regular job if you just try you don't Mm -hmm. have to be a trap nigga you don't you don't don't have to do it (laughs) Millions of people do it every day. They just go to work, come home, feed their kids, watch some TV, smoke a little weed, go to bed. I mean, it ain't nothing wrong just, with that. There's nothing wrong. And now, of course, there's nothing wrong with also wanting to be on private jets and, and pour champagne down strippers' titties and live that lavish life as well. And, you know, God willing, you can work your, your ass off and get to that point somewhere, or maybe you win lottery or some other thing. But you don't have to like literally live a life of crime just because you feel like that's the yeah. fun rap thing to do. Like most of these right. niggas don't do it anyway. The ones that talk and about the it. law, the laws are real. That's yeah. not, you might just be over here playing games and trying to be all big and bad, but the law is, I mean, but you found that part out. I ain't got to tell you. Not to you mention, found like, that out, sir. you could just be any old regular rapper that just, you know what I'm saying, just had a yeah. little regular life out of high school and played football in college or whatever the fuck, and now you're a rapper. Like, you could just be like a regular nigga and it's not going yeah. to stop the police from just fucking with you anyway. Ask, like, literally any rapper ever in the world. So, <sighs> so maybe it's true. Tell you, I don't know. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, Mark that Wahlberg. girl... Every now and okay, all right, never mind. I see what you're doing here, and and I'm moving away from it. God damn it! 
Um, I cannot stand you. <laughs> in a live feed with his father, Aubrey Graham has um, let the world know that he does not have the coronavirus. He was tested for it after photos came out of him like shaking hands or dapping up. Was it Kevin Durant? You know something? Oh, yeah, I think Kevin has it. I just realized why I always think Kevin Durant is someone else. Because in my mind, I'm seeing Kevin Kevin Garnett. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and I feel like that is fair because their last names have at Basketball? least three of the same letters. Okay. Anyway, because mm-hmm. Kevin Durant okay. is the one that you hate, No. Well, he betrayed you. Hate is hate is a, hate is a strong word, but yes, he betrayed me and mm. the rest of Oklahoma City. So I know I'm sports. Not, well, now listen. Now yeah. <laughs> you got a little bit too much dip on your chip. Didn't mm-hmm. nobody say all that. Yeah. But Kevin Garnett is like 45 years old. So that sounds about right. I don't I haven't heard <laughs> much from the doll in a minute. But yeah, and they don't actually look. Uh, well, I mean, like, I, I, I labor, didn't mix really. them up because they look alike. I just mix the, I always get the names mixed up. So sometimes when I hear Kevin Durant, I'm thinking of Kevin Garnett. And mm-hmm. I that's literally. That's the last time you paid attention to basketball. Yeah, that's literally, it just came to me right now. Because it always takes Amen. me a step. Anyways, Drake was mm-hmm. pictured with him. I believe it came out that Kevin, uh, how much Garnett again, Durant, was one of the few <laughs> NBA players that's been reportedly tested positive for coronavirus. And, um, you know, so the girls were like, no, he just got them diamond studs put in and we don't need this. Um, so he was on live with his daddy and told us that, you know, he's good and all of that stuff. His daddy, by the way, has to be swimming in puss. Like, have, this nigga still wear do-rags. His mustache... Oh, God. His mustache says, I have no less than three white women on red. He mm-hmm. just looks like... <laughs> the cool uncle that, like, mm-hmm. you at the family reunion for at yep. least an hour and 45 minutes before this nigga come in. You hear his voice before you see him, and you know, let me refill my drink because the party has finally begun. The cool family. Correct. <laughs> um... <laughs> And he's bringing some Crown Royal. Oh, yes. Or some Hennessy. That's the uncle that's getting up there in age, but you can't tell him that because the pussy is still plentiful and he ain't never going to stop chasing it. Matter of fact, his girlfriend is driving the boat. Like, he's not even like... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's brought She on crown. Instagram Live driving the boat there it is. in the club. Um, so well, good for Aubrey. I'm glad. He don't have a Rona. Yeah, anybody who's been uh, exposed or just freaked out and, and knows that they're healthy, glad to hear it. Um, do your best to follow these guidelines, these simple things. I know that the girls are in full panic mode wanting to pull out their lashes. It mm-hmm. has been maybe seven days. <laughs> like, has it been a week? <laughs> it has. It's been, at this point, eight days. Oof. But again... <laughs> <laughs> I live with my dog. You know, a lot of people have families that they live with, um, roommates or things like that. Mm-hmm. That may sometimes yeah. it's like it's not the same sort of stay at home energy when somebody else's energy is right there clashing with Correct. yours and you don't have Correct. the break of going to work or 
the gym. Sending them kids to school. (laughs) Right. Or Krispy Kreme. Wherever it is that you could just get away. So... My heart's with everybody trying to make it through a forced introversion. Mm -hmm. That's something me and my therapist have been talking about and like working on finding the blessings in this situation or like trying to find whatever bright side or silver lining that I can possibly get. And the fact that I'm in this house by myself, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, it's a little quiet. It's a little lonely. But then all I have to do is just text one of my many friends with kids and husbands and all that. And it just all goes That's away. That's a fact. Oh, it just man. all goes away. That's true. Because <laughs> they are all climbing the fucking walls right now. So I'm just going to say thank you, Jesus. You know better than I do. Well, see, that pet life is great. Because there's all Yeah, see, when I've been little... thinking about. You could yeah, I've been thinking about fostering mm. see the thing with cats is if you scratch up my furniture i'm gonna beat your ass that's fair and it's like unethical to declaw them mm-hmm. so and if you, i mean but if you scratch up my couch i'm going to beat your you could be moody you could go <laughs> over there and be moody but if you scratch up my furniture i'm booting your ass right <laughs> off the balcony so so you can't come up in here with that bullshit <laughs> i need an old cat that don't give a fuck about nothing and ain't trying to destroy nothing it just want to chill out and eat and be taken care of for the rest of its days. Yeah. That's what I need in yeah. here. Not no baby. Um, what else? So Bun B and his wife were in an unfortunate situation a day or two ago. I think this just happened. Um, at a drive through for Whataburger of all places. <laughs> so why Bun B and his wife were at the Whataburger okay. drive through. It was jam-packed because it's Whataburger. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, okay. And so some very perturbed young white woman was, I guess, trying to get by in her car and allegedly uh, threatened to shoot Bunby's wife. No, she didn't. Oh, she yeah. didn't know who she was talking to. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> she just didn't know who she was talking to. <laughs> They said that she threatened to shoot his wife, Angela, and called her a stupid nigger. Oh, no. (laughs) Rest in peace to that white woman. So. (laughs) I know you fucking lying. So they put the car in park and. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) So they put the car in park. Rumbi got on Instagram live. And I'm telling you, this lady, she didn't get out the car. They waited for like the police to get there or whatever. But she was verbally dragging this lady. Like, (laughs) I urge you to find the clip because she went off. The police came there, got the whole situation sorted or whatever, went about their way. But apparently, they spotted the white girl going into like a nearby Walgreens and followed her in there. And she went to the girl face to face and was like, So, am I still that nigga that you were? (laughs) Yes, God. (laughs) Somebody leaked the security footage because I know it's out there and I need it. She was in there with her COVID mask on her face. And basically oh told this white girl, what's up? <laughs> that white girl looks like the most scared oh, little you know thing you know I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and thankfully, 
they didn't bother putting hands on her, but she knew she was getting that ass. So she mm-hmm. tried to get up on out of there as quickly as possible. <laughs> what the fuck were you thinking about? First of all, right. This is a crime against Texas. I want her in jail. Right. I mean, <laughs> this is Houston, right? They had to have been in Houston. Yeah. Bitch, you talking like that in Houston? I'm surprised ain't nobody hemmed you up already. Like, because I know this ain't your first nigga. So I'm shocked you ain't got your ass beat for this already. But of all the niggas to call a nigga, you pick Bun B's wife? Are you literally stupid? Things aren't, things aren't, they're not clicking. They're not clicking. This is Trump's fault. Yeah. Trump got these white people thinking they can do what the fuck ever and won't nothing happen. Ain't no consequences. Ain't no repercussions. Just talk crazy. They doing crazy shit to the Asian people now. Not even oh just gosh. Chinese people because a lot of y'all cannot, cannot tell the difference between Chinese people and or other don't Asian care. people. Anyway, so right. Or don't care, which is more likely to be true. And so they just throwing out all kinds of terrible shit, harassing these people same way they did Muslim Americans after 9-11. And it's just... At least, oh God, and I hate to say anything good about George W. Bush, but at least he like condemned people being assholes. At least he like tried to get them to not act that way. Whereas Trump is the people attacking Asians like that is Trump's direct fault. That is him literally stoking those fires, encouraging people to be assholes. Exactly. Because exactly like all of they and they live for that. Like they love the fact that he's yep. literally the president in office and he basically like enables and impassions them to do all of the things that they've been doing. So they are yep. super, you know, way more bold now than ever because there are more people who are like, you know, our, our racist, our racist yep. God is basically running <laughs> things right now. Even, the, and the thing that really like, the thing that really chaps my ass about this man <laughs> is that like, or not even him specifically, but like a lot of Republicans. I'm not talking about middle American, you know what I'm saying? Buck tooth, racist ass motherfuckers. I'm talking about like people who literally know better, but are not doing better or saying better. When all of this is over and he's no longer in office, they're all going to switch their t- tone and completely act like he was the stupidest president and they didn't understand what the fuck he was doing <sighs> and how yeah. crazy he was and how did he have even make it into the White House, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that is really going... I know it's going to happen. <laughs> I know it mm. is going to happen. And it's going mm-hmm. to drive me fucking nuts because he <laughs> is... It's not even like... Jokes aside, I, I he is so mind-blowingly inept like i was gonna say there's never been anybody more incompetent for the job i just and it's so blatant it's not like there's no sweeping under the floor he's literally out of his fucking mind but anyway um yeah it's been a lot going on with trump and and him being even dumber than normal, especially at a time when we really need a president who has some goddamn sense for us to not have it. Yeah. But all these all these Republican senators and House reps, we not going to forget when it comes time to vote. We not going to forget. Mm. And when it's 6,000 Americans dead and 35% unemployment because of this damn virus, don't be surprised when your ass get booted right the fuck out of office because y'all could have did better and choose to not. God, I hope so. But we'll Me see. too. I'm not going to hold my breath, but I hope. Um, last but not least, we had a... <sighs> There's yet another chapter in this fucking Kanye West Taylor Swift thing. Apparently, the Hell. phone call... I would love to know. <laughs> Any piece of information Are, would be good. 
Okay. So apparently, like, the full conversation, um, the phone call between Kanye and Taylor, where they talked about Famous before he released it, came out. And I guess her fans did this Kanye West is over party thing because it somehow... Like backs up everything that Taylor Swift was saying and da 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 and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, girl, now mm, like yeah. we, we stopped caring about this such a long time ago, girls. Right. Like now and this, this what is happened what we're doing? to being yeah, what happened to uh, exclude me from this narrative and you wanna be left out? Like why why are we coming back to this? I don't give a fuck like is taylor bored i don't know what's going on but i feel like god has to be like like i'm already tired like like those of us who have Mm -hmm. um two or more siblings if two of y'all ever got in trouble and your parent was pissed (laughs) off and then that one sibling comes over and it's like daddy i'm a little (laughs) no you cannot have any damn juice go cup your hands under the damn faucet in the bathroom and lap at it fuck leave me alone i don't want to talk to y'all like that's what are we doing nobody cares about this Uh, yeah i don't like taylor people are dying (laughs) people are dying girl and i will say Somebody forced me to watch her documentary on Netflix. That person hates you. <laughs> I I don't disagree, but I watched it. And to my surprise, Taylor was not as awful as I thought she would be. Honestly explained a lot about her. It really did. And I'm willing to give her a certain amount of grace, you know, just as a young woman who became famous and grew up you know, in the public eye and being so famous and all this pressure on her and all the bullshit, all of that is fine. But I watched that and had that opinion of her before this, whatever the fuck you talking about now just came out, like bringing back the Kanye and Kim bullshit. And like, girl, we don't, we don't like Kanye. I don't know why. (laughs) We we hate Kanye, sis. Everybody hates Kanye. So When I saw that they made this hashtag Kanye is over party or whatever the fuck, I was like, child, if y'all the last ones were going to choose when Kanye West is over or whatever, like the hip hop community will absolutely do that. Thank you very much. You don't get to choose. And many of the hip hop community had already been doing this. Like mama has been full force in her (laughs) gospel era for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Trying to be Mm -hmm. Kirk Franklin or whatever. And so what are we like? Why is this a thing? What? Yeah, we don't we don't care. Let's all move on. Someone also asked me to watch that documentary and be like, you know, well, I guess they assumed it would give me the same revelations of whatever with her. And it's like the thing about it is like I don't I don't feel like she's just this evil person or snake or whatever. I just feel like she's a white girl. I just I just think she's very peak, peak white girl. Like all of the Mm -hmm. isms of a white like if you if you have like scales and your personality tree when you're born from one to ten all of the white girl scales are like 15 mm-hmm. for her that's it yes. i don't feel like she's you know eating babies raw and just being a terrible evil <laughs> vampire ass bitch i just think she's peak white girl and it's kind of like obnoxious about it and that's just annoying <laughs> so well you did call her a white walker well because that's funny <laughs> 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 I'm just saying I think that's why people 
You ain't shit. I'm extra. Like, what the fuck are you? I mean, duh. Nine yeah, percent like things she, I say are hyperbolic. I think she is, you know, trying to do better or be better when she finally spoke up against that horrid woman in uh, Tennessee or wherever in that election in 2016. And then the woman won anyway, but she was like all devastated. I'm like, okay, you know, maybe you're growing up and realizing you can speak up for yourself and talk about the things you believe in and all that. Like, I'm going to give you that, but you ain't never going to catch me being a Swifty rushing to buy tickets (laughs) or stream nothing or none of that. Like I will just let Taylor Swift grow up and, and do her. Yeah. That's about it. Mm Mm-hmm. That's fine. Well, that's it for our hot tops this week. We're going to take a Damn. break. And, um, right. And, um, there is nothing. <laughs> let's move on. Hey guys, Sean Hayes here. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and I had a once in a lifetime opportunity to sit down with not one, not two, but three presidents of the United States on our recent episode of Smartless. That's because President Biden, a returning guest, brought two of his favorite pals, former presidents Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, all joined us for unforgettable conversation. It's a historic episode of Smartless as we pry into the minds of these remarkable leaders. We'll cover everything from their time in office, America's responsibilities in the world, and their personal passions in an episode full of some candid stories, insightful perspectives, and a few surprises along the way. Whether you're a political junkie or just curious about the inner workings of the Oval Office, this episode is a must listen. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to hear from three of the most influential figures in recent American history. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. All right, so we're back. It is now time for our listener letters. Yes, it is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. Our first question comes from Typhoid Mary, who says, I recently got out of a long relationship where once a month sex was normal, and I was ready to line up my rotation for the spring because I haven't let this thing lose girl in so long. (laughs) Okay. And I did. I now have two six foot tall men who are willing to travel through a pandemic to my place to have sex. Oh I haven't God. gotten this much good <laughs> I haven't gotten this much good dick in a long time, but I'm wondering if it's time for me to bench the roster. Mm. I live alone and I take as many precautions as I can, but as you know, straight men can be nasty. Oh God. Neither one of them lives with someone elderly or immune compromised, and neither one of them thinks they'd be severely impacted if they did get the Rona. I, on the other hand, know it's not something to be taken lightly, and I kind of feel like I'm taking advantage of the fact that men would do anything for pussy in this (laughs) (laughs) in these hard times. (laughs) Am I an irresponsible sociopath for having not one but two hookups through all of the coronavirus panic? Please help Typhoid Mary. Um, sorry about that. I'm not. I'm here. I'm literally talking to you. Whose phone? (laughs) Um. <laughs> this letter is hilarious. Um, I just think that it's so hilarious that you would even consider the possibility that you are taking advantage of niggas. <laughs> like, and their inevitable um, and expected quest for pussy through a crisis because, you know, one monkey don't stop, no show. Um, here's the thing. Um, I, I, I feel like experts would say it's irresponsible. I'm just a nigga that talks shit for a living, so I don't know that I'm going to word that. I think that you're probably, I mean, you say that you're well aware of the seriousness of the situation. Um, 
I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, letting the puss sit for a minute and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> do some breathing exercises, both of you, and, you know, kick this thing out for a bit longer and see how things go. Um, especially if you're talking about niggas who show little to no concern for mm-hmm. the crisis because like if they act like they don't give a fuck when they're with you imagine all the things that they're not giving a fuck or ways they're not giving a fuck when you're not monitoring them or around them or whatever like you know are these niggas really washing their hands are these niggas really washing anything so mm-hmm. i mean i feel all important things to consider when you think about what's going on Right. Because like, I understand you was really ready for your whole season to flourish and all that, but the coronavirus is not something to play with. And (laughs) even though they're right about the fact that like, if they get it, they likely, you know, wouldn't have to go to the ER or whatever. Most people will be just fine and not need to go to intensive care if they get Corona. But like, why would you want to risk it? Exactly. (laughs) You don't know where they go when they're not with you. You don't know, like if Fury said, what kind of hygiene habits they have. And people can carry it for like three fucking weeks and not have no symptoms. So it's just not as much as I'm happy for you for getting out of that relationship and ready to set that pussy out again. I just think <laughs> it's not worth it's not worth the risk right now, girl. Like people can't breathe sis like it is and it it can trigger all other kinds of health issues like Fran was telling me about her friend who has it and now it is triggered like some sort of heart problem with him that he's gonna have to deal with now and it's like god damn man right we just just don't know shit about this disease you know what I mean we're learning bit by bit and that's one of the things that like because my anxiety was trash this past week because I keep bumping into stuff even when I'm trying not to read the the news and stuff it's like impossible to, to not see it unless you just don't go on social media period um but it's just like i'm waiting for information that's like here's something new about the virus itself like here's something else we've Mm -hmm. learned about it that is like steps toward you know something better like some good news and (laughs) all that i'm hearing is just like yeah more and more people are getting sick and we really still don't know what the fuck to do about it so exactly like every little thing that you can do to um help in that issue i just feel like we can do it like it's just been a week i understand especially because i feel like this sort of cabin fever is also driving people's libido crazy like i can't i not me (laughs) i'm the exact opposite no it's killing me but i also have i am not interested at all (laughs) 13 months maybe 14 i am not interested at all Oh, so, I get it. Not but at I all. also can wait. Last story of my life. So I just feel I mean, like you can just, <laughs> we could just chill if we can. You know what I'm saying? Because again, even you not getting sick, it, it's another concern that you should take seriously is the possibility of getting someone else sick who could get a serious case of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, right. let's just try to chill. Because, girl. I told the dolls, I'm not leaving my house. <laughs> like, listen, I have the food. I have yeah. the water. I have mm-hmm. the sanitizer, the defective, <laughs> disinfectant, and the weapons. I don't need to go anywhere. <laughs> so. It's a whole ass bleach party over here. I've actually really been enjoying deep cleaning every corner of my home. So. It's fun. I... <laughs> 
know about fun, but it was highly satisfying to, to clean things. I found some masks that I ended up taking to the hospital and donating because, of course, I just had masks in my home because I'm that sort of bitch. Right. But like now is not the time to be bringing, especially new niggas oh around gosh. you just whenever they feel like a girl. No, you're going to have to say no to dick. Say yes to vibrators. For the <laughs> I mean, sometimes you're better off. Um, <laughs> Most times. Uh, I just realized I have extra masks that I can donate to and I live right by the hospital. I'll probably do that this week. Um, but yeah, girl, keep it cool. It's not worth Don't it. trust these niggas. It's not really worth it. Yeah, but congratulations it to you for getting things jumped off in general, you know, and hopefully we can get back to that as soon as possible. <laughs> as soon as possible. But you know, the I think the Treasury Secretary said 10 to 12 weeks. Ugh. <sighs> uh. Anyway, mm. I don't know. Yeah. We're going to pray about that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next next letter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our next letter comes from Shanna, who says, I'm a 29-year-old lesbian and autistic, and I've never had a relationship that lasted longer than a couple of months. Sometimes I feel like I'm destined to be alone, and being on the spectrum being on the spectrum does not make dating any easier. I'm constantly working with my therapist on social skills, and I have been meeting women on dating apps I don't have a problem getting matches because I am attractive and witty, but I almost always get ghosted after first dates. I think it's because I probably come off as uninterested because I have a hard time making eye contact. I'm slow to warm up to others. And in general, I'm pretty awkward. Now I'm wondering if I should include in my bios online that I'm autistic. I've always been against it before because I think people would automatically be uninterested, but I also don't want to waste anyone else's time or my own. I usually bring it up later to someone I'm dating if things start to get serious because it it is a big part of who I am and it affects the way I navigate the world. If y'all were using a dating app to meet people, would you want to know if the person you were matching with was neurodiverse or had a disability that wasn't visible from photos? Do you think it's dishonest for me not to include it in my bio? I really want to meet someone and potentially have something long term. And I wonder if me disclosing I'm autistic up front would change the type of women I attract. Thanks, Shanna. Okay, well, I don't feel like any person owes me that if I were to be, you know, on a Tinder or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't feel like you need to tell me anything about that. Um, It will probably (laughs) help to know it when you do go on a date. Just if you feel like there's a possibility someone that you're actually interested in may misunderstand you. Maybe mm-hmm. if you're comfortable, you can bring that up on a date. Um, I don't think that you should feel uncomfortable or feel like it's something that you shouldn't. You should be like ashamed to share on something like a an app or anything like that. But I'm saying like, I also don't think that you owe it to anybody. Um, mm-hmm. And it could just be a part of, you know, the discussion that you have and like, Given what I know about autism, I and I don't know a lot, so I'm not going to sit up here and act like I'm an expert on it. But I know that I would fully be open to dating someone um, who deals with autism. I just, like, you got to just date. You know what I mean? Like, if mm-hmm. I feel like if it's not that thing, like, a lot of people who might write you off would just write you off for something else. You know what I mean? Like, you... Or you might get like a couple of bad dates or date someone for a few weeks and then not lead to something for like a multitude of ways. So like, I think that eventually you will 
meet someone who you just click with and they get it and they like you for because you say that you're cute and witty. So like you already, mm-hmm. you know, say got some cards in your deck, some good ones. So I just feel right. like, you know, you got to weed out the people who ain't worth it anyway before you get to the person who is absolutely the person for you. And then, you know, you just do your best to have a good time in that relationship, but not relationship, excuse me, but like, unless it gets there, but like have a good time and be present in it, but also don't like, don't like let it don't let it determine your sense of self-worth or value or anything like that because like fuck all that shit like the world's literally on fire <laughs> not literally but yeah. you're like like <laughs> i child. mean it might be <laughs> i mean yeah so i mean australia <laughs> look what the fuck is going on um so yeah i think that it's a, I, it's an understandable thing to be curious about or feel a way about or you know want to understand a bit more but like i just say fuck these hoes if they don't like it or can't accept it and i think it's also your choice on how you um have the discussion right i don't i definitely wouldn't call it dishonest because you don't put it in your bio like that's not something you have to have to tell people especially random strangers who just so happen to come across your profile i think if you if you think that people aren't really connecting with you on first dates it might be good to say it then as opposed to waiting longer like i don't i maybe uh, you know, I don't, yeah. this isn't my, um, my particular struggle in life, but it may make it easier if people know on that first date, like, oh, this person isn't totally uninterested in me. She's autistic. Okay. So yeah. like, let's continue to have a conversation. Like maybe it'll help people. Cause they, you might be getting ghosted cause they think you aren't interested. It's like, damn, she's so fine and she's witty and she dresses so nice and she is like not talking to me. So this person's yeah. not interested in me. So and that's what she's maybe saying. saying it then. Yeah. Or like even just. I mean, as somebody who is kind of reclusive, if I go out with somebody, it does. It takes me a long time to truly warm up and open up to somebody. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't have no problem telling niggas that like it takes a while to really get to know me. And if that's a problem for you, then I mean, you can go and I will be all right. So, yeah. Yeah. Maybe just look at it like that. Approach it like that, where it's like, you know, you're just letting people know up front what's up and then. You know, they can make the decision from there, but it's definitely nothing wrong with you, whether you decide to put it on your bio or not. That's completely your choice. And can't nobody tell you wrong for that. Exactly. And that's such a good point. Like, there's probably a lot of people who, um, for a, a list of different reasons, may come off like a bit, you know, disinterested or whatever, even though they're totally interested. And like, that's why I said, um, <clears throat> Like, if you actually are interested in the person that you're going on this first date with, then maybe let them know if you feel like you're not, um, if you feel like you're not being understood or you feel like they may, Mm -hmm. you know, feel like you're disinterested or whatever, then maybe then say, yeah, like, this is a a thing with me and whatever. I'm having a good time or whatever. So I don't want you to think that, like, you're gross to me or something. Um, Yeah. Maybe find, like, a a zinger, like, something to make them laugh and then... (laughs) You know, keep it moving. But then, like, yeah. if it's a whack date anyway, then fuck <laughs> that. Like, right, or don't, right. Yeah. <laughs> if the date is whack, just don't say nothing. Be like, right. yeah, this one can ghost. That's yeah, fine. Exactly. You can you can just ghost. Especially lesbians, like, people are shitty. All kinds of people are shitty. But hopefully lesbians are less shitty than others and are, you know, more willing to 
be understanding of that because there's so many artistic <coughs> people in this world to be like oh i just don't date artistic people it's so fucked up it so. just, like, it just makes <laughs> that sense is just to me. so like girl do you even know right <laughs> like, you just don't know what you're talking about so <laughs> much information but <laughs> Yeah. so much is missing yes but best of luck to you she did say i want to say before we move on she did send this in before the pandemic really started to sweep so i'm oh, sure okay. at this point she's not really worried about but you know maybe for first skype dates people are doing all kind of shit to get around dating which mm-hmm. honestly blows my mind like i did not know people cared that much about <laughs> romantic connections with others i'm telling you no if there wasn't I'm like a, doing it. if this wasn't all caused by a fatal virus running the streets, I'd be having a blast. Like this, so, <laughs> the anxiety from the killer disease is really all that's fucking this up for me. Oh Lord. Okay. Woo. Good luck to you, Shanna. Let's move on. Our next question comes from BB, who says, "I've been dating this guy who is nine years older than I am, and we've been together for about a year. He's perfect and treats me like a queen, but he has a six-year-old son." He has financially supported this child and his mother for quite some time now, the child's mother. They still have a domestic partnership, but they broke up about two years ago. Of course, they were still fucking after their breakup, but that lasted only until he met me. (sighs) Okay. There were definitely a few red. She so so her boyfriend and his baby mama slash ex were fucking until her boyfriend met her. Okay. But she said she's been with him for how long? she's been with him for a year they broke up two years ago okay yeah okay there were definitely a few red flags in the beginning regarding the nature of their relationship but of course i ignored it Mm -hmm. last november he caught his child's mom fucking one of his family members (gasps) decision then to cut her off (laughs) (laughs) made the decision to cut her off in may when their son's private school year ends That would include moving her out of the house that he pays for her and his son to live in. But now with the fucking coronavirus in full, (laughs) he has decided to quarantine himself (laughs) with his child and his baby mother for the time being. Mm -hmm. Yes, he has moved into that home with his child and his baby mother. He assures me all day long that nothing is happening, but I don't know that I can believe it. I'm afraid that if they're not fucking, they're going to reconcile since they're stuck together all day long. Please help. I love this guy a lot and I really see a future with him. But the stress of what could be happening between them over there is consuming. P.S. Love the show and your advocacy for mental health. Thanks, B.B. Issa Rae needs to write a comedy about this. <laughs> BB, I'm so sorry. That's not your man no more. Uh, <laughs> that is not your man no more, sis. Oh, no, it's not. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the child is six. Yeah. Okay. And he has, girl, girl, <laughs> the man mm. is shut up in the house with his baby mama and his son. That fucked for his family. Reason. Right. For whatever reason. Like, I don't, it don't make sense to me that he would be over there, but he's 100% absolutely fucking her. That's not even a question. Drop that shit off right in the blockbuster bin and peel off, bitch. It's like, (laughs) it's done. It is. I don't. (laughs) Because I'm, you know, because here's the thing. It doesn't even matter like what the right or wrong choice on his part would be in this situation. I don't even know if there is a right or wrong choice in that situation, but he made mm-hmm. a choice. And, you know, homegirl right here just told you 10, 12 weeks or whatever the fuck it is they talking about. So 
It sounds to me like you're single. And that's fine. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. You know, now's the time to, you know, write a book about it or, mm-hmm. um, you know, get to know you again. And... <laughs> You know, prepare for, you know, lots of the girls doing home workouts on Instagram, the trainers. And so you can get prepared at home for the undoubted stream of hot girl parties that are going to happen once all of this happen. God willing, it does. So, um, yeah, you sound super single, girl. And there are plenty of songs (laughs) for that. Like, what you want me to tell you? Tell that nigga to come leave his job. I mean, like, this is, again, the thing. Like, I feel like if he would have just chose to stay with you, I don't think that that's wrong because his kid is six. You know what I mean? Like, but at the same time, if he was like, I need to be with my son because I don't know how long this whole thing is going to go. I don't think that's wrong either because his kid is six. I mean, it's nuts. So it's just... Everybody, if, if, if he and his girlfriend are both staying home and the baby mama and the son are both staying home, then it should be okay for the son to go back and forth between those two houses. But they're staying at his house, right? <clears throat> the house that he pays for, for them to live in. That's where he is with them now. Okay, so I see, what, I see your problem. <laughs> right. Mm. So I just... Yeah, I I can't blame him for wanting to quarantine with his child. It probably oh. is for the best. Right. It's I mean, it's definitely safest for them not to be shuttling that baby back and forth. Yeah. But you just need to understand that him making the responsible decision for his child also means he's fucking his baby mama. You really need to believe that. You need to believe that. You do. You need to believe it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Even if he isn't. Right. You've already admitted that you're going to be sitting there, you know, mm-hmm. pulling out your edges over what ifs and could he and might he and may he and all of this other shit for God knows how long. You can't rightfully nag on him about, you know, where he's at or whatever. Maybe he could put on some a hazmat suit and Ooh. come and kick it, which I don't know what it is that you would expect. I just <laughs> feel like given the circumstances, I'm saying if it were me, I'm going to play single again by Trina and I'm going to drink Absolutely. some a Hennessy Correct. and just toast to my new life. You know, so that's just what I would FaceTime you. Yes. Or however y'all communicate (laughs) during this quarantine, I would be like, let's just both cut the shit. You know, you enjoy your happy home over there. I'm going to go about my life and, you know, focusing on myself right now and all the different ways I could grow in this situation. Because that nigga, if they, (laughs) they have a six year old, they broke up two years ago. And they kept fucking allegedly until he met you. And then you said there were some red flags that you ignored in the beginning of y'all's relationship. Girl, there ain't no way in the world that they are not fucking. I just need you to understand that. I just need Especially you if they still that. in a domestic partnership or whatever. Like if they still technically together, like legally together or whatever. Girl. There's pussy around this nigga for however many months that we got to do this bullshit. And he's just yes. not. Mm-hmm. I mean, you like the one brought up the niggas' up. red flags. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you brought it up. So you said that. <laughs> I'm just going with, you know, assumptions and what I would do, given the letter. But, you know, do what you want. Have you been watching Love After Lockup? I do not watch that, but I have seen... That's too bad. That's too bad. Because it has been an incredible season. I watched a clip of some nigga 
going back and forth with a white girl, maybe two white girls. One of them. Oh yeah, that's Michael. Mm -hmm. That's that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yep. In the the (laughs) parking lot. And the white girl just knew he was finna get in the car and he did not. <laughs> and he did not. Right. Well, the white girl is his baby mama slash wife. Mm. And the Latina girl is his current girlfriend. And oh. when he went over to his baby mama slash wife's house to visit the kids, he spent the night. And of course, they fucked. Mm. And then the very next day, he went right back with his girlfriend like his wife didn't mean shit to him. And so and he swore up and down he's in love with this girl and he done moved to Miami to be with her and all this nigga could really love you, but he will fuck his baby mama slash wife. I just need you to accept it. (laughs) He will. (laughs) He just will, girl. So like it will still happen. Let let go. You you can stop stressing out about it now because we telling you it is happening. So feel free to make your own decisions and 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 be free from this man. Because mm. girl, mm-mm, no, it's just the writing's on the wall. Unless you want to put a pin in it, and, you know, just act like none of this ever happened until you come up out of that other side of this, and that six year old got a you know a newborn sibling. Baby mom probably gonna be pregnant at the end of this quarantine. I'm just saying. Probably. So there'll be a baby shower waiting for you on the other side of this (laughs) shit. Best of luck to you. Let's do one more. This one is from Makeda, who says, My father is a stereotypical African dad, and he has all the attributes that that stereotype might suggest. Mm. He was there for us when we were kids, but only in the sense that he was physically in the house and available to keep us in line. Whenever it came to difficult things like actually parenting, household duties, etc., my mother took over the responsibility. When I was 12, my parents had a terrible divorce and we moved across the country from him. Almost 20 years later, he now tells me that it was miserable living away from us for so long and that being isolated was hell and my mother is an evil psychopath who took us away from him. My father never visited us or gave us anything other than court-ordered child support. My brother didn't care to make an effort during those years, but I always tried to be there for my dad and checked in on him because I felt like I was the only one who would. Two years ago, my dad hit his breaking point living alone in a big house and needed to be around people for his sanity. He was falling apart mentally and just extremely unhappy in his isolation. Although I was in the throes of a demanding new job with very little free time, I moved him in with me and helped him get situated. He's the age now where he doesn't like to do difficult things. So even stuff like making doctor's appointments, managing online accounts, etc., all of that I have to do for him. It almost feels like I'm doing the difficult things for him now when he never had to do those for me when I was a child. Mm. Ooh, shit. Yeah. The issue now is that I'm pregnant and due in a few months. My husband and I have decided to name our son after his father. I picked a middle name that represents my African heritage. No one we've told so far is excited about our name choices, but my husband and I really like them, and those names fit perfectly to us when we think about what we dream of for our son. My father, however, told me that he wants to give the baby a name specific to his tribe that is totally different. I don't care for the meaning of the name he chose or how it sounds, but my dad said he likes it and he will call my son that as he grows up. It irks me deeply. (laughs) It irks me deeply that he wants to seize the privilege of naming my child. He named my brother and I, even though my mother did the bulk of raising us. And it just doesn't feel fair that he should get to name my son, especially when I didn't give him that right. My father is a sensitive person and can easily feel victimized and will never go to therapy. So I hesitate to be forthright about how I feel. How would you all approach this? Am I being overly sensitive to 
overly sensitive to not want my dad to give my son a name of his choosing or should I chill and let him have a third nickname that only grandpa will use? Am I being unreasonable out of resentment? Please help Makeda. Wow. Um, That's a lot. It is a lot. I feel like you're very valid in what you're feeling. Um, I I get it. I do think a lot of it probably does have to do with resentment. And I also just want to recognize I don't really know like the weight of names like that and and, and attributed to tribe and, and family and stuff. So like, I don't really know like the complete depths of what that would even mean, but Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm sure that it, you are still like feeling away cause it's just kind of like, how dare you in a sense? Um, right. so I get that. I feel like, again, if it were me in a similar situation, I would probably, um, just let him, I think I might just let him have that, but I would also be like super passive aggressive about it. Because mm-hmm. I know, like, my baby would be, you know, growing up or whatever and being called whatever, you know, this uh, side name, nickname, or whatever it is that his granddaddy call him. And I'd be in the kitchen when he calls him. They're like, mm. you know, like, I would just do something like, <laughs> on the way back Sucking to the house and be like, that ain't your damn name. Now we're going to McDonald's. <laughs> like, I was like, I don't know. I'd probably do something like that. But, like, if you recognize his sensitivity and he's not going to go to therapy with you and stuff like that, then I feel like you can do the work of unpacking the emotional weight of all of that on your own and, um, and maybe let him have it. But I also think it's completely fair to just be like, you know what? Nah. But I just, I just feel like if, if you're, if it's going to cause, if it's going to cause like drama or strife or arguments or depression or sadness or anything that may not get a resolution, then you have to kind of ask yourself how much it's worth it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think it's really tricky and it sucks, you know, when parents aren't there for them, there for us the way that we need them to be. Right. And so I think because of the history you have with your dad and the fact that he was never really a parent to you anyway, I think you've done more than enough to help this man, to placate him, to, I mean, you raise him like you, like you said, you're doing the difficult things for him now that he'd never even did for you when you were a kid, making doctor's appointments for him. That's a grown ass man, girl. What? Like you doing, you going out of your way to parent your father. You let him live in your house with your husband. And now he's talking about disrespecting you to your face while he lives with you and you take care of him. Sis, where is the line? Yeah. How long are you going to let him walk over you? How many different ways can this man take advantage of your overwhelming kindness before you're like, that's enough? Yeah, that's true. You have a baby come in, like, and I just, I think if there is ever a time to put your foot down and choose yourself and establish boundaries, it's now that you have a baby coming that you have to look out for. Yeah. So I would tell this man, my child's name is what it is. If you can't use the name that we have for him, then you are more than welcome to not live in this house. And mm-hmm. you can go back to making your own damn doctor's appointments and driving your own damn self around since you want to be so big and bad and you make the rules and that's that. Like, you don't get to have some big macho, I'm the man and these are my rules attitude when you live in my fucking house. Yeah. Time for that was when I was a child, but I'm not a child no more. So if you can't, if you can't get with what I'm naming my baby, what I'm naming my baby, 
then you can get the fuck out of my house. It's yeah. that simple. Mm-mm. I would not be compromising at all on this, especially because you are bending over backwards for somebody who never extended that same consideration right. to you. Because like, it's just like girl. you saying, pointing out like the line really strikes with me because it's just like, girl, yeah, there absolutely does have to be like a boundary of like, okay, girl, like we're not going to do that because I've been already doing all of this other stuff and you really did next to nothing for me. So like, I'm going to have this. And if you would like to cry or scream or shout, have at it now, sis. Like, you're totally right. Yeah, I see that. I mean, and if you feel like there's just no way you can put your foot down with your father, then I would suggest you go to therapy because that's uh, that's really a you issue at that point. If you feel like it's just impossible for you to to stand up to him. And I know yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people, especially first generation immigrant kids like they they love to point out that their parents just don't give a fuck about boundaries and respect and rules and all that other stuff. And I get that. But just because they don't give a fuck don't mean you have to not give a fuck to you could be like okay you don't care about boundaries but they're still here and they still exist so you can either get in line or fuck off and a lot of times you just gotta show and show and prove as an adult yeah you know like sometimes regardless you gotta at least try to to do something or say something that's like okay love and respect or whatever and but um yeah i'm grown and we're not gonna do this so right whatever that means if he's so sensitive and feels so easily victimized you would think that like (laughs) the people like that love to dish out shit that they can't actually take and Mm. i think your father just needs a little bit of his own medicine so Mm. if i were you i would put my foot down on this before the baby is born let him know what it is and what it ain't and if he can't get with it girl you a whole ass married woman with a job and a baby so you know you can decide what your priorities will be and best yeah. of luck to you because, you know, I'm speaking as somebody who has done it and I know it's not easy, but, yeah. you know, at some point you have to choose you because nobody else is. Right. Oh, all right. I hope that helps, sis. If you have questions, send them to asktheread at gmail.com. We will be right back. Okay. So we're back and the soundtrack of New York is playing outside mm-hmm. of my window here. <laughs> That's right. I've been hearing sirens all fucking day. I mean, but that's a 24-7 New York thing. <laughs> like, I don't never <laughs> go a day without hearing a siren. But right. not great at the moment. Hope they get to where they're going and everyone is safe. Um, you want to start? Um, uh, uh, I don't know. Because I don't really have a read. I'm just fucking fed up with this fucking government not giving one fuck about the actual people. The Senate and and Mitch McConnell and the bitch-ass GOP trying to put up this fucking bill that is basically a huge bailout for corporations and not having any protections for the actual people and workers and no accountability for any of their bullshit, not giving a fuck about the hospitals or the healthcare workers and Democrats being like, no, we will not sign. We will not approve nothing that doesn't give more money to hospitals, that doesn't boost the medical system, that doesn't actually help the people. We're not going to be bailing out any goddamn companies when y'all aren't even worried about putting people and workers first like this country is fucking falling apart and y'all more worried about saving the big ass corporations that y'all own and have stock in kelly leffler and others (laughs) did you hear that shit (laughs) that bitch oh my god i said so the bitches (laughs) so the bitch y'all over here having secret meetings and shit 
talking about what's finna happen and the corona is really way more serious than Trump said and make sure you get rid of that stock and buy this stock and all this other dirty backwards shit. I mean, like, who's even surprised? I mean, right. I'm not surprised, but I'm, I'm fully disgusted with the grand old party, probably more than I have been ever in my fucking life. And I just want to make sure I say this clearly. Y'all can focus on the quote unquote economy or keeping business strong or whatever else all you want to. But if you send people right back on out to work, like ain't nothing going on and you just keep on without any consideration for the hospital, doctors, nurses, fucking RNs, like people who are people who are doing what they can to limit the spread of this virus and you just say fuck all that and send people back out into the fucking world because you worried about the goddamn economy this virus is only going to spread even fucking more exactly more people will get sick more people will die and then the economy will crumble anyway because the whole population is fucking dead and nobody can go to work so you can either do something about it now or you can do something about it later but the coronavirus is here and pretending like people don't matter is fucking over for that if this virus don't do shit else, it needs to change the way America fucking works. It needs to change the way America treats its people. Every other so-called developed nation in this fucking world is doing shit to help the people. Freezing mortgages, freezing rents. Don't worry about such and such. Money going here. Let's set up distance learning for your kids over here. Like everybody else can take care of their people. Even fucking Great Britain. Everybody else but us. It's like, why do we get the worst of the white people? Why? <laughs> why do we have, you have to live in a state, you have to live in a state where the government cares about people to not be completely shitting yourself right now. And even then shit is still scary. So like, right. fuck the Republicans, get them the fuck out of office this November, y'all. If we don't do shit else, I know people are bored of the, oh, voting so important and everybody is really disillusioned and all that shit. But do you see what these motherfuckers are doing? Did you hear about the governor of Florida talking about he not going to close the beaches and and all this and let all them motherfuckers from spring break come through and then the spring breakers went home and spread it all across the fucking nation? I've never it's heard of only Florida. going to get worse. <laughs> I don't know what that the is. governor of Florida said maybe just the people who live in areas where the virus is really high should be quarantined. But I'm not going to do that to everybody else. I'm not going to restrict their liberty. Uh, and not just Florida. The dumbass governor of Oklahoma uh, posted a picture of himself and his children at some goddamn bar, a packed bar on top of that. talking about we not staying home. We love our Sooners state buddies or whatever i don't even know what the fuck he said but like girl this is stupid people are dying and it will be these people coughing in a week and a half wondering what the fuck happened just get get the glp the fuck out of here and i'm just disgusted i'm disgusted well i can piggyback off of that and start with round one for me um donald trump again i want to particularly address his reaction to that reporter that asked him what he might say to Americans who are scared right now. Um, 
And his response was something to the effect of, um, I'd say that you're a terrible reporter. That's a nasty question. And basically tried to like peel into this guy for what was not even like an accusatory tone. It wasn't Mm -hmm. a disrespectful question. He didn't like pile on a great, he literally said an obvious thing, which is many people are frightened. What can you do? Because again, I don't know if we touched on this specifically last week, but I know one of the things I talked about is how important leadership is in situations like this and how we have basically none of it. But one important thing to that needs to come from leadership in this situation is like a reassurance and, a, and a, an attempt to sort of calm people, give them truthful, accurate right information but also help to calm people's nerves panic is not going to do anything but make things worse that's why people are punching each other in the fucking throat at Kroger and Publix and wherever the fuck else fighting for toilet paper so like yeah you should address things for people and not to mention the fact bitch that a lot of those people you know where they are in New York the place that you're fucking from like do you have you seen the numbers in this place alone I myself am a very frightened bitch because we're basically in the coronavirus cesspool and Mm -hmm. this is where the fuck you from are you going off on a reporter because he asked your stupid ass if you had anything to say to people that are scared I'm so tired of you you Garfield the cat looking (laughs) fucking Roz from Monsters Inc looking laundry bag built ass bitch you motherfucking football fish mouth ass bitch I am so tired of you you fucking bum and I need to see you gone I'm not putting no eggs in the basket of expectations for what comes in november but my god my god i'm so done mm. i'm so tired round two yes. linda fairstein fairstein or whatever the fuck your name is gone up out of here with some of that whatever that bullshit is now you're trying to sue ava duvernay and and um netflix and what's it attica lock is that the name of the i think the co-writer for um oh yeah i think for so. when they see us Sis, we we've been through this. Like it's, <laughs> we've had a, enough of our proof pudding. We don't need to, we need to, we don't need to do any more of this. Not to mention, like now you're trying to sue them for defamation, talking about, oh well, I wouldn't even do an all of that, and I wouldn't even in all of those spaces and doing whatever, whatever, whatever. And it's you know just a crying shame. Like just go back and read that long ass think piece that she wrote for like Wall Street Journal or something or whatever. Like that was in itself like filled with so many tones of racism and and ignorance and all this other stuff. Not to mention, he was like, well, I know that this didn't happen. I didn't say that because I was there at, at, you know, zippity-doo-dah in the morning and blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And not only that, but it was given like, well, they may not have done that, but those boys may have done something else because it was a riot, da-da-da-da, and all this other fuck shit. And now you're trying to cop please talk about I want my money because they lied on me. Good luck. I would love to see how this thing turns out, (laughs) ma'am. What you need to do is sit your motherfucking ass at the house like the rest of us are doing and be quiet. Done. Annoyed. Sick. Go away. (laughs) Um, What else? Oh. Y'all. These last two are not. Well, this one's kind of petty, and the last one's not really a read. And then I'm going to discuss an email. Um, oh. I am tick tocked and took out. You have took, you took, take, taken, <laughs> tick taken all of my. I don't have it anymore. I can't 
do 15 challenges. I, I don't. My God. Dancing, drinking, push-ups, yodels, whatever. Like, I don't. Please, the, corona is the challenge. Corona, <laughs> like... You think it's a stay alive challenge. Going to get some motherfucking milk and water and eggs without, you know, catching the pneumonias, that isn't a challenge in itself. You want me to do 50 push ups too? Leave me alone. <laughs> Stop tagging me. I'm not doing it. Also, you don't have to w- run your water the entire time, that, the whole 20 seconds that you wash your hand. That's not like a read. It's just, uh, it's triggering for me as a. Jamaican American and someone who was hollered at for running the water, <laughs> running the water. One mm. in points that you don't, you can just quick swish. You yep. know what I'm saying? To maybe get some soap lathered, shut it off, do your 20 seconds, rinse, you're done. You don't have to run the whole thing. The earth is going through enough. And that's not right. me on my Greta, what's that girl named? Greta Gerwich. Mm. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Or Gerwig, um, something like that. Yeah. Um, Namaste to you, sis. Lil sis. That's it's just again, like I just hear my mother and father yelling every time I see people watching and anyway. Um Wait, Greta Greta Gerwig is an actress. <laughs> so what's that girl's name that I'm thinking of? I think Greta Thunberg. Oh. <laughs> I think, right? The little girl who is the environmental activist? Yes. Yeah, Greta Thunberg. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Greta Gerwig is some acting girl. Listen, Wasn't I know Greta somewhere being very smug. <laughs> like, Don't told y'all niggas. I told y'all niggas. Um, oh, okay. So, I got to read that um, someone wanted passed that I'm not going to pass, but <laughs> I'm going to answer oh. it. Okay. Uh, but basically, this girl who asked to be called Dr. Mommy O said that um she had started Breath of a Wild with her son a few months ago. And I guess she felt sort of weird about, you know, games today or whatnot being a bit older. So she felt like, you know, her son is playing it. She's enjoying at least watching the experience as he plays it in front of her, which if you've even been on the fence of getting a Nintendo Switch, girl, just get it and get Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. It is legitimately one of the best games in a long time. And it's a great, beautiful, wonderfully realized world. So she and her Mm -hmm. son were enjoying that and sort of bonding together. Then she said that she... um Two weeks later, she had a uh, midterm, so she would, cause she's a professor. And so that kind of took her away. Now they're on what she calls coronacation. So she wants to jump back into Hyrule. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> so she wants her son to play Breath of the Wild some more, but her son don't want to play it no more. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now she's annoyed with him because she's like, the nigga don't want to play the damn game, but he got so far that she can't possibly pick it up and know what she's doing. So she was oh, like, no. she wanted us to read the sun as a sense of what's called, she's, <laughs> she's calling it uh, a sense of parental reparations. <laughs> And to that girl, I say, if you don't just play the damn game, oh God, like, girl, just, just pick yes. it up and play the damn game. If you got to start over, then start over. It's a fantastic game. Loads of people have played it three, four times. You included. Yes. Crystal has played it. Right. Multiple I'm playing it on times. master mode right now. And it is so, very hard. I do not recommend it. Oh, master <laughs> mode is some bullshit. But like, you can always create another profile on the Switch and start a new game of Breath of the Wild so you don't mess up his progress. Yeah, that's true too. And, and just, yeah, and just play under your profile and then it don't matter 
<laughs> I love that she's like, this little nigga, how dare you? <laughs> right. And at the same time, I thought it was so sweet because she said she's pissed, but she he's still a joy. So like, she's like <laughs> having her cute time or whatever at home with them playing games and stuff. But she's pissed because she got she became a Breath of the Wild stand, but he's not into right. it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is a very long game. You could play it this is. game for years and not finish. So. And different people, kids too, have different like um things that he may be like a Fortnite kid or he may just be into some other shit animal crossing and just came out which is super adorable so he may just not be into <laughs> zelda right now so i think making a profile of your own and like starting from the beginning and kind of getting your feet wet into it at least is a good idea that way maybe he'll want to play breath of the wild again and you can pick up where you left off and you don't have to delete anything and on top of that i think you can make multiple saves on on the same profile anyway like i don't think you even have to make a new profile but i would do oh anyway. yeah i think you can i think you can create a, a new game and not delete the other one i think yeah I'm i created a separate profile just in case because i wasn't gonna fuck up my perfect 100 completion right that will never go away so, so yeah. but yes ma'am just play without him He's and get further than him, him. yes <laughs> my well, brother and my nephew are playing breath of the wild too and my brother, but my brother is like super into it. So yeah. they're having like a grand old time. And my nephew is too. So they're just like so excited. They just got the master sword. So you really can't tell them. Oh shit. my goodness. <laughs> Legend of Zelda is so good. It's really like, that's the, like the typical thing, especially for parents like around our age range and stuff, because most of us were gamers when we were kids because we were just born right. in that generation. Right. So a lot of us are like playing games with you know well, i was gonna say our kids you know link watches me play um but yeah like people who are totally into these games and remember the versions that came out in the 90s and whatever like playing those games with their kids is super common it's really a, a dope and fun way to bond with kids there aren't many people well i haven't heard from many people who are getting into games by way of their children so I think oh. it's really cute. I think it's really cute yeah. that um he's playing this game and you're watching and enjoying. Because honestly, I could also just sit back and watch somebody else play Breath of the Wild and not play it myself because it's just fun to watch. It's really yeah. good. So it's a gorgeous game. <laughs> but I'm not reading your fucking. I, I don't. Did she even play old? <laughs> she wants to cuss out her baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to read a child for not wanting to play the game anymore. It's just, just what children do. You know how many games right. I haven't finished because I want to go and play something else. So I just don't want to play it yeah. anymore for a while, girl. Come on. All of them. <laughs> but yeah, that's it for me. <sighs> oh, and don't forget to this lady. They, If you have a Switch and you pay for the online access, they have like a little app called Nintendo Entertainment System. And they have a bunch of super old games that oh, yeah, old yeah, niggas. Yeah. Yeah, And so I have been playing Super Mario 3, which is so fun. And the best of the Super Marios, don't fucking at me. Oh, yeah. And you can play stuff like that, like old nigga games online with, without your son. Or you can show him how shitty yeah. the graphics used to be. Not only do shit, they like have Dr. Like, Mario. They have the Nintendo one and they have a Super Nintendo one. So Ooh, you can like okay. play. And I think that they sort of netflix it where they like rotate games in and out yeah. of there every now and then so like a lot of games from way back when are on their available places so that's true yeah it's like sega channel how they used to switch up the yes. games yes. every month that's exactly i had sega sega channel was everything 
I don't even know how yeah, my Yeah, my mama didn't pay for it like for too that. long. Right. <laughs> not for too long. My mama did not pay for that for too long, but when she did, it was lit. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Love that shit. My mama didn't pay for nothing to ever, ever had anything to do with games. And to this day, <laughs> she don't understand why we just don't play the same one all the time. Why we need to have much <laughs> like, you have a game. What's the problem? My father, like I used to sit there and I thought it was so lit that my dad was like, my dad would be like, because you can't just play one game. Like they would legitimately like not right. argue, but they would be going back and forth on like on this conversation about needing more than one game. My dad would be like, you don't just read one book and just watch one show. Like, <laughs> you play it, you finish it, yes. you play something else. My mama was not trying to hear it. She was like, no, it doesn't makes sense like you don't just add new bits to basketball you go out there you play basketball it's the same thing like you would go back and forth and i'll just be like child meanwhile oh, i'm playing crash bandicoot for an extra hour listen your daddy was an advocate okay because them niggas grew up in like the country and on right. farms and shit like that and they were lucky if they right. had running water many times and keep in mind like they kind of had some money like my parents weren't yeah. like well off, but like both of my my grandparents on both sides had like businesses and things like that in Jamaica, and it's still you know it was Jamaican yeah. and, you know whenever. So my daddy was very much the type that was like, I want to give these little bastards every single thing that <laughs> I didn't have or whatever. He used to spoil us, Ron. That's why we ain't shit now. <laughs> Well, shout out to your daddy mm-hmm. for knowing the importance of multiple video games in the house. It and if you if you come across an Airbnb owner who's mad that they're giving refunds, tell them to calm their fucking tits. <laughs> Have you seen these videos? No. People who own these Airbnb properties are pissed because Airbnb is refunding everybody who had reservations up until like April 14th or 15th. They're just refunding everybody regardless of the cancellation policy. Yeah. So these owners are pissed but it's like this is a global pandemic and at some point we're gonna have to think about people and if yeah. you have enough money to where you own properties and right. them out then i'm just gonna have to be more worried about the regular everyday people who suck <laughs> money into a trip yeah. that they can't get back than you and if you the type of dumbass motherfucker who's renting 20 different properties that ain't actually yours and paying rent to a landlord and they don't know you renting down on airbnb then that sounds like your goddamn fault and that I sounds mean, like your problem <laughs> shouldn't have been running out something that didn't belong to you but these people it's just like girl everybody is struggling literally if they don't pay your money then you can't pay the mortgage guess what a bunch of people can't pay their mortgage you're not alone the system needs to change we need global aid it is not the time to be fussing at a company for helping out their users it's just ridiculous I was going to say that sounds like first, first world problems. Oh, I saw a video of a white man who got in front of the camera yelling at Airbnb for daring to give people their money back. I'm like, (laughs) 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 whoa, society has a long way to go. Like so long. I don't know. I'm going to see it. You know what I mean? Uh, Right. (laughs) Many of us may not see shit. And if the corona take me out, then all right. Exactly. I'm I'm not going to be mad. But it's just like, that's another added piece to like anxiety yeah. and fear when you see the fuckery coming yeah. from not only the administration but just people who have the means to be helpful yeah. like around you know just yeah. in general and everybody they're just so worried on like 
more money, even though more often than not, yes. we're talking about people that will be more than fine. Right. Like, exactly. You so, could have somebody hop on a fucking chopper or jet and come and test you for Corona and like at your house just because you coughed and it doesn't, you know what I mean? Meanwhile, motherfuckers right. trying to figure out if they can, they even going to be able to make rent or, you know, right. will they be able to keep their jobs or, you know, like laid off motherfuckers are literally right. in the middle of, I don't know what the fuck is going on right now. And the people who's supposed to tell me don't know what the fuck is going on right now. And you right. worried about a, an Airbnb bitch. Girl. Come on. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face. Look, like, people have real problems, Karen. People have real problems. Actual People issues. have sunk thousands of dollars into weddings that have been canceled. People done had vacations planned for months. Bitch, you ain't going nowhere. People have made so many different arrangements and everything is up in the fucking air. It's time for people to actually start caring about each other. And I know that makes y'all sick to your stomachs, but it is really time for us to give a fuck about each other. So please let us try. Even the blacks. <laughs> Even the blacks. We have to do good things, even if black people also benefit as a hard pill for you niggas to swallow. But you're going to have to because this is absurd. Also, my bad for using a slur last week that rhymes with smet tax. (laughs) Like I was smet tax. (laughs) I don't. It rhymes with bet lax. Okay, (laughs) don't. I think I know what you're talking about, but I did not know you said that. I was yeah, I said it last week, imitating though. the racist of this country. I was trying to drive a, par- a point home and oh, probably did too much. So my bad. I was trying to you. offend nobody. But yeah. Woo. I I'm was just pretty, saying, yeah. the I'm people running lit. this country are awful and taking any opportunity to blame mostly people of color for all of these issues. Even when y'all sat here on your fucking hands and tried to say, there are still... Trump supporters that are running with the hoax thing that would not even be a thing had you just taken it fucking seriously when it clearly needed to be taken fucking seriously and now you're trying to blame Asian people everybody else and reinforce like further stereotypes for just regular motherfuckers that's living here and trying to get through life like everybody the fuck else the same way that you do to the Latinx community the same way that you do to the Muslim community the same way that you do Mm -hmm. to the black community and it's just annoying and it's like girl you how do you how it's almost impressive how you can just tie racism into every narrative that comes out of your goddamn like did you see that fucking tweet from the White House about calling it a Chinese virus I have the White House blocked. That's, that's probably what I should have done. <laughs> as soon as Obama, as President and Michelle Obama left office, I blocked every official White House related account. POTUS t- and FLOTUS and all that shit is blocked. It was some Twitter. Now, unless I was incredibly high and it was a mock uh, account and I don't think it was but I just saw some tweet under White House wasn't. talking about oh but the West Nile virus and the Spanish flu and da 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 so why you have a problem like girl first of what? all history because <laughs> <laughs> you can read a couple of books and find out why all of that is not a plausible argument but furthermore it's not even just that. It's not even just what you're calling it, but also how what you're calling it sort of like backs up the act, the racist actions and the racist right. rhetoric that comes out from a lot of your side of the street. And it's just, I'm tired. So, it, right. It's not, I actually, 
I would not be surprised if the virus was brought to China. From I'm saying. Else. First of all, I'm not entirely certain that it started in China. But to act like you say in Chinese virus, like you're doing that on purpose. It has a name that doesn't have anything to do with <laughs> terribleness and like xenophobia. Coronavirus is not that hard to say. 90% of y'all bitches drink Corona and virus. That's it. So it doesn't, <laughs> it does covid super easy like you want to back up this chinese virus in my opinion as a way again to pass blame because you knew that she was over here playing a motherfucking game and i also wouldn't be surprised if somebody dropped that shit off over there okay carrie hilson that's what you need to be digging up okay (laughs) velma shaggy daphne that's what you need to be looking at because i can buy i can buy that Let's not let's not look at Trump and act like him saying Chinese virus is just innocent. He's saying Chinese virus because he's a terrible racist and <laughs> like, he loves to get his damn. face fired up. It's not innocent, girl. Look at his history. He is fucking vile. And they love it. Like they love the audacity no. of this motherfucker being the president and all and also being like, fuck no, there's nothing wrong with calling it the Chinese virus. Fuck the Chinese. I've been saying it. And they're all like, Yeah, like outside of Walmart with their fucking rifles. I'm so tired. Like Right. I'm so I mean, tired. he literally he crossed out Corona on the paper and wrote Chinese instead. He said Chinese on purpose (laughs) like come on bitch he's doing it on purpose i hope that his handling of this situation gets him the fuck out of office i mean he there have been so many different reasons that we should have been got rid of this motherfucker but if this don't do it then america can't be saved honestly i feel like time will tell and where we're at right now i feel like it's not nothing's fucking up his chances like i i feel like at this (sighs) point it, it because you got to think about so many places where we really needed to pull over and get out and we just kept driving. So it's like, I really feel like we're not there yet, but we're also still in it for the long haul. So we'll see how many ways he's, because again, he's been falling down a flight of stairs since the beginning of this whole shit. But I still, I feel like he's been falling down a flight of stairs for his entire presidency. And yet he just gets up and is like, everything's all great, all good. And the brown people still suck. You good? You good? Great. <laughs> and then he just keeps going. So I don't, I don't feel like anything is going to change. I feel like he's going to be fully pro- supported by many conservatives again. And then once he is out of office, whenever that is, like I said, mm-hmm. motherfucker is going to be acting like he was a clown the whole time, and they don't know what happened. And I'm going to want right. to punch something. I think enough real people, like enough. <laughs> what? Okay. When I say real people, I mean what white conservatives consider real people, which is basically other white people. I think if enough everyday white people are affected by the corona, it might really make a difference. If enough regular ass white people in red states all of a sudden lose their jobs, can't pay their bills, family members are getting sick and can't get to the hospital and all that. If it affects enough of them, then maybe. But as long as it's like, oh, well, that's New York and everybody's sick Mm -hmm. in New York. That ain't my problem. Mm -hmm. Then... Yeah, but honestly, the way that these, uh, the way that the government in these red states and cities is handling this shit, I wouldn't be surprised if the corona all of a sudden started exploding in those places too. So yeah. we will fucking see each other. I mean, when you see their fucking, when you see their fucking eighteen-year-old kids on the beach talking about, well, if I get the corona, I just got the corona because I don't, I came here to fucking party. Yeah. <laughs> Stack up the Jaeger and let's beer pong this bitch out. Like, I don't. (laughs) 
right. Like flat the fuck Famous out. Famous last words. Couldn't miss a spring break, even when lives are concerned. You possibly Lord. infecting however many the fuck people. Like, we'll see what yeah. happens, but whatever. We will. And I do feel sorry for the kids who are missing graduation and all that other stuff, prom and all that shit's been canceled. Girl. That is sad. But like, girl, you can sacrifice your spring break so that everybody else in your town don't get sick. That's all I'm saying. When Florida said your kids could just go through the next grade again next year. <laughs> I was like, oh, bitch, I know you lying. Like, what? what? Ain't so, that some yeah. shit? This is some. Like, I've literally never seen no shit like this in my life. It is nope. insane. This is literally like a chapter in a book. Like, it's this is so social studies. It's so it like, mm-hmm. God willing, this the planet history. makes it. This is like one of those things that's going to be like, yep, and so many people died, and the American president was a fool, as usual. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me why I recorded an end of time video the other day where I was like, just in case my phone is found after the end of civilization and a new people have emerged. (laughs) This is a document of what happened before, you know, the Corona wiped out 80% of the world's population or whatever. But, you know, on a cheery note. (laughs) Yeah. um, Yeah. I guess that's it. Yeah, I don't. I was going to try to say something positive, but um, oh, Portia on Real Housewives of Atlanta went to therapy and it shows. <laughs> I was trying to say I was trying to think of something positive that happened. <laughs> and I have been watching Housewives of Atlanta this season and everybody is insufferable except Portia. I've so actually I just say shout out to Portia because I see the growth and keep going, sis. I actually have really enjoyed Portia in these episodes I've seen. I feel like I probably only missed a few episodes in the middle of the season so far because I watched the beginning and I watched like the last maybe three episodes. And yeah, the way that she handled that sit down with all of them together, that was so childish. It was like, yeah, you can definitely tell she's been real. She's been going to therapy for real. Yeah. Because you know the Real Housewives. (laughs) The Real Housewives will pull one therapist on set for an episode Uh-oh. and be like oh no. yeah I'm in anger management or therapy or whatever and they never speak to no. me again Portia's doing the work <laughs> she is so, so good job Portia shout out, shout out to my sis you know hey Ken and Jay but yeah good job Portia on, on bettering yourself sis it shows alright so now that is a nice happy note to end the show on Portia Williams <laughs> <laughs> who would have thought 2020 is think? a bitch Portia would be the one to save us from our misery in COVID. <laughs> oh, man. Make sure you check us out at thisistheread.com. We're on social media at thisistheread. Our entire spring tour has been pushed to the fall because of corona. No surprise. Um, we will be in Atlanta on August 29th, Dallas on September 5th, Houston on September 6th, LA October 3rd, Chicago November 14th, and Detroit on November 21st. If you bought tickets and you can still make the new date, then just hold on to them because they will be honored. And if you can't, then go back to the point of purchase for a refund and if you couldn't make the dates and now you can then hey girl we'll see you there thereadlive.com and yeah sorry that it got pushed back but bitch everything got pushed back like all the things nothing nothing can be done girl nothing can be done it's a global pandemic sorry um and now that the sirens are firing back up yeah (laughs) i guess that's that's it that's the (laughs) award show music that says get off the stage Woo! 
Um, so yeah, be safe out there, everyone. Take very good care of yourself. We mm-hmm. again hacked this together last minute basically well not really last minute because we definitely were given the equipment but the governor said don't you take your ass nowhere and honestly i looked at them numbers and said you ain't had to worry about it i'm super good (laughs) so that's it hopefully this audio works out i know it's a bit different i'm not even sure what it's gonna sound like yet but if it's not great hopefully we can tune it up in the uh future because the plan is to just Keep doing this and try and get some laughs in where we can because they're yeah. scared. Well, I'm actually ain't scarce. Y'all niggas have been funny as shit. Bored, but funny. Like, <laughs> yes. Very funny. I've seen so many people some live on Instagram at hilarious. once. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I, I can't understand TikTok, but it is very, very funny. Yeah. I'm tired of the dances, but the skits are hilarious. Yeah. The skits and funny shit are very, very funny. Do whatever you have to do to take care of yourself and keep your spirits up as much as possible because it's a hard time and just be gentle with yourself. All right, y'all. We will see y'all next week. Hopefully. Bye. (laughs) If the Lord say the same.